Because if so, I'll find another use. But just in case it's perfect, let me introduce. Because this is On, on the, the regular. regular. We're still Yo. social distancing. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> this shit is a struggle. It's so hard. <laughs> Yo, it's so funny. Because if it's messed up, I feel like we should just keep it. Fuck this it. is like when J. Cole was talking about, do I got two takes on here? If I if I say I have another take, then niggas going to be thinking about the first take and not think this is the first take. Uh, I actually like when niggas, uh, when people talk through their recordings on the album. It just feels more real to me. Right. Cause it's I guess like, it's relatable because like we do this shit. So. Exactly. Nobody just gets on the mic and be like, all right, one take shouty. No. Uh, Jay-Z would take. like a word, ma'am. Mm? <laughs> One take Aside hope for he's Jay-Z. really just rap shit. Yo, Jay-Z is amazing. I gotta see him record a song. I can't believe you I know. just heard you say that. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I think about it. Ever since David said, you gotta think about Joe Budden as what he do for the culture, just not because you might not like him. And I was like, huh. Maybe. But... He also said that he's going to try to make me a Drake fan. Good luck with that. <laughs> Literally, I heard a Drake news, song yesterday. What's I was like, been That's good? Right? <laughs> ass? That I forgot what... It was that new song, Demons. Demons is trash. Oh, I hate that song. Favi. So, like, oh, God, no. That ain't, that ain't it. I'm sorry. I can't do it. And then I thought that... I thought about Drake talking about how bitches, bitches was fucking other people talking about it was practice for him. That's sad, bro. <laughs> that definitely sounds like something he heard, something Drake has spat before. I don't know if that was, um, oh no, he definitely said that on practice. All the other men were practice. They were practice. He, That's yo, an I, OD simp. <laughs> maybe he was, he was being like fake, like, I don't know. I don't know. He could have I, I can't, been, I can't been, understand Canadians. <laughs> yo, he could have been OD sarcastic, like, oh, I guess all them other niggas was practice, huh? He just hurt because he wasn't chose first. Typical light skin shit. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm dead. Yo, what What's you doing this weekend? New? I went to David's mother's house on Friday. And then Saturday... Uh, I don't think that we did. Oh, we I went to a barbecue at um at Amanda's mom's house. Which oh was yeah, that's cool. when I called you looking for a yes. wrench. <laughs> which nobody had Keith Keith just went upstairs. He saying he ain't have it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I I was in the middle of like I, since we've been home and like social distancing and the corona and everything, I've been like fixing up my room. So I was mounting up my TV and I was putting a shelf up. And um, I needed a socket wrench, apparently. So I was like, yo, what the fuck is that? <laughs> so I tried using a regular wrench. That was not it. So right. <laughs> I literally had to call uh, my best friend, Becca, to come through with the wrench. But that's another topic for another time. Actually, random fact, I might be looking into doing YouTube because I want to do one of those like hey. uh, those like you- YouTube house tours, like lifestyle shit. Like, this is where I live. So... I spent so much time in 
ordering on Target that it's time <laughs> that I'm like, yeah, maybe I should do like some like little HGTV shit. You or should. Whatever. You should. I don't know. I don't know. YouTube is I don't want people judging hard, me. Though. Man, listen. it is hard. I think about that too because like the video that I just posted today, yes, go watch my video. It's Tuesday. No, it's Monday. Go watch my video. <laughs> if you didn't watch it from Monday. But, uh, what you call it? But, like, I felt like my whole face was crusty. But I was like, damn, I still got to release this. Because, like, what's the point of just me having a whole bunch of stuff I'm recording and talking to nobody, literally? I'm happy <laughs> you put it out. So, I'm I'm Thanks. excited for it. I didn't get a chance to watch it yet because I've been working and catching up on new music because I had a long weekend. I, my... Mm. My uh, my job, thankfully, observed Juneteenth, so I was off that day. Let my people go. Yes. And um, I don't know. I just, I, I, I'm so glad that I got a chance to just let go for a little. Like, I mean, obviously, I, um, you know, a lot of other things in the news and just, like, um, personal things that have been going on with me related to social justice have weighed heavy on me. So right. um, I, Friday, I was just able to like unwind and just release and let go and just really celebrate like um us as a culture and just who I am as a black woman so um I just got like time to like relish in the moment like just like really just soak it all up so I've been like today's been like a whirlwind it's been like my catch-up day so I feel that because I had to go to the doctor today so like I wasn't there for some of my work day and I was just playing catch-up all day because like I was already behind from Friday, so it's like it's like I'm just catching up forever, you know. Man, but fuck um, it. right, exactly because I mean they don't give a fuck if I have to catch up as long as the work is done, right? Hello, yo, guess what I heard or I learned anyway. What? Guess who's hosting the BET Awards? Yo, Amanda Seals. Yeah, I was like, oh? does she like? I know she used to be a VJ, but. Does she even do, like, like what, like, is it because she used to host The Real? Like, what made her, like, Did she to really used to host The Real? She was one of those, she was one of them? She was one of the hosts, yeah. She, it lasted for, like, maybe six months to a year. I don't know exactly, because I stopped, I stopped watching that show on a regular basis a long time ago. When they did yeah, I didn't Tamar think it wrong, was real enough. Yeah, when they did enough. Tamar wrong, I was over it. I was like, yo, yo she added such an inter- interesting yo. dynamic to the show. They just try. They really just try to sign her off. I was like, "Damn, how could they?" Shit, crazy. But um, anyway. but yeah, she's hosting the BET Awards, and um, I I was kind of skeptical in tuning in, but I figured they were gonna do like at home performances and like make it really cool, like how they've been doing for like YouTube and um or like other other like um other like at home performance shows. Like I know right. they have one on Fox. And um, they've been doing, like, Disney sing-alongs on ABC, and they've been having, like, full-on mm. productions and wardrobe and shit, so... Wow. Um, I'm sure BET will make it extra, too, so... Um, hey. I'm I'm kind of interested in tuning in. It's just a weird... It's just weird. We're still in a new normal. We're not totally... That's the thing. Yet. You know what? Being... Being, like, inside... Just makes you like be having to be inside and having everybody be inside just makes you want to watch certain stuff more because it's like, 
well, I can't go see them anyway. You know, like now I could really, I feel better. I feel like some people are just like, oh, if I can't go see them, I don't want to watch them on TV type. type. Mm-hmm. But now it's like you don't have a choice. So you don't feel that elitism. <laughs> the, the I'm an outside elite thing. Right, but, right. I know what you mean. Like I was there and you wasn't, you was at home. <laughs> right, where it was so. like, or people just don't feel like watching it at all. But I don't know. I'm down to watch the BET Awards this year. Was it coming out next week? Next Saturday? Next uh, month? I think either I, I think sometime next week. I mm. feel like it. I don't know. I barely watch regular TV anymore. I was so. just about to say, I don't know any scheduled stuff. Like, nothing that I watch is scheduled. That's another, like... You know what? That's exactly why parents had such a, like, schedule. Because everything else was scheduled, too. The shows that they wanted to watch. That everybody had to go to bed before 9 o'clock. If they show came on at 9 o'clock, that makes sense. Right, right. Hmm. You been watching anything new? I know, I know um, obviously, nothing on cable. Oh, the Insecure nah. finale. That shit was crazy. Oh, that was crazy. I was like, damn. You know what's crazy? The crazier part, though, is that... I saw a meme saying like 2000 or 2019 and it was Issa and, and uh, Lawrence and then 2020 it was Con- Condola and I was like, did he end up just choosing her over Issa? And I was about to be like, damn. And then I saw another one. I was like, oh, fuck, she's pregnant. And I was like, damn it, now I don't want to watch it. And then I just watched it. I knew she was pregnant though, cause ain't no way she she said she didn't care about him, so ain't no way like that anyway, cause she wasn't looking for anything serious. Ain't no way right. I'm blowing up a nigga that like that I don't care about that much. I'm not blowing up his phone saying we have to talk, cause if I really don't care and if I'm moving how Condola was moving at first, I wouldn't care where he was. So yeah, because at first she didn't care. Like the first like three or four weeks that she was broken up, she didn't say nothing to him. Like, she was dead, like, well, that was it. Then all of a sudden, she came out of nowhere, like, we need to talk, we need to talk, which was, how fucking convenient was that? But, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, I was just like, damn, damn. Fuck it. Um, I actually like the way the season, the, I, I liked how they ended with that plot. Like, um, I, even though I personally want Issa to win, I liked how they had, like, the whole baby in there like it was like a monk uh like a monkey wrench in the whole situation like right like it's it not up. gonna be perfect yeah or whatever and then um what happened my only thing is like molly i yeah i personally i personally felt that i knew this from the beginning i'm like yo molly is pushing drew's nerves and drew is so patient like watch she's it's gonna take like one more thing and drew is out of there and then she's gonna go running back to Issa, and that's exactly what happened because molly's yep. that type molly's that that type to to do it all for a nigga and not for your for your best friend but that was like, yo his let's if we reach back to his original point where he was just like I was trying to help my friend, but what was you trying to do? Yes! Yes, That was the realest question of the season because at the end of the day, Nathan helped Issa through Andrew, but not to do it behind Molly's back. She did exactly what Molly asked, in my opinion. Exactly exactly. what Molly asked. She said, don't make me ask Andrew. (laughs) And she did not involve you. Exactly. She did not involve her at all. That's why I was like, what's the problem? And I didn't even... Issa was right when she just made that up. Because she really did. 
I don't even I don't know why she even felt that that way to be honest. Who knows? Man, fuck a Molly. What else you been watching? I've been um I still have HBO Max, so I've been watching like um like some of their originals. I watched um On the Record. It was the docu series um uh revolving around Drew Dixon and um she was like a big A and R for Def Jam at the time and oh. was a survivor of um of being sexually assaulted uh by um Russell Simmons. And um, wow. was sexually harassed by L.A. L.A. Reid when she um, when she stopped working for Def Jam and um, wow. started working under his label and all the other survivors that lived to tell the tale and um, and told their accounts and how um, sexual harassment and sexual assault has has impacted on um, the music industry and she was a wow. boss and she was a boss like Drew Dixon was so talented at her job and because of those accounts she like was scarred for life and like left the industry she was she was so over it. and she loved music actually she's the A and R who put uh you know my wedding song uh Meth and Marys you're all I need whenever I decide to get a man right um, <laughs> wow yeah. So, um, she's like, she's super talented and, um, it was just so sad, but at the same time, um, you know, I'm really glad that, that she found the courage to find her voice and all those other women did as well. And yeah. Russell Simmons needs to come, needs to come out of hiding. I, he in Sri Lanka or Bali or a, a country I can't pronounce. And he needs to come face the facts that he's a piece of shit. So right. <laughs> no amount of meditation could meditate this away. No, that nigga better wake the fuck up. Like, now. (laughs) Right now. Right. That's so crazy. Oh, my goodness. So, what... I watched two episodes, or maybe one episode, of the... um, Not Harvey Weinstein. What's this guy's name? Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein. There we go. Oh, you finished? I couldn't finish that. I was, like... No, I only watched two episodes. It was just... Once they... once they started, they they showed like the chain of girls. I was like, I'm over mm. it. I'm good. Like, I was I was disturbed. I couldn't. Yeah, I can't. I can't watch that shit no more because like, I don't even know. Like, I even stopped watching SVU for that same reason. It's just like it's just too much. Like it's just too much. Yeah. But um, after that, I had wanted to start a random show that wasn't uh predominantly black casted. Interesting. So I started this show called Normal People. It's pretty interesting. It's about a relationship and how social uh, anxiety can get in the way of relationships, basically, Ooh, I think. Ooh, I like that. Sounds like a Wale album. Ah, Wale! <laughs> I know you live in a Wale-free household, but... I know. I did see the album drop. Album. <laughs> Damn. Oh, yeah, he dropped a new EP. I, I'm still playing catch-up. Did not get a chance to listen to that, but... The Imperfect Storm dropped, and I'm curious to listen to that as well. Ooh, see. So, I'm about um, to listen to Wale in secret. You need to watch Watchmen. Like, I feel like oh. now's the perfect time to watch it. My third eye is wide open after binging that. Yo, I might have to just watch it tonight. Because every time you tell us, I'd be like, all right, we're going to watch it. And then we just end up watching some. Oh, we've been watching this uh, anime called Love, Love. Ro- love sex robots, babe? Death robots. It's love death robots. It's pretty interesting. It's like kind of like a Black Mirror version of an anime. And Ooh. like with every episode being different, it's different animations, different storylines, different characters. It's pretty cool. They had this like, 
one episode where this woman was like almost stuck in space and she basically she ripped off her own arm to save her life but um yeah but it was because it like froze because she was losing oxygen and like the whole like their bases around it was like but anyway so basically they were supposed to send two people up into space to do the job but they only sent one person so like the girl ended up getting trapped and it's like that's that's when you try to cut corners and it's like those are not the things you could cut corners with because that's that was her life or her basically life or death and like you basically risked her life to cut corners which is some bullshit Mm. but that's just how the world be okay hot girl roll i didn't know my bitch was in an anime okay right yeah i'm down i'll be trying to watch it i mean shit nba season is in the balance so what are we gonna do it's a dub. Honestly, just wait. <laughs> like I, I, every time I turn around, um, like college teams are getting tested, and they have the Rona. Like the Rona is running rampant in Florida. Like everybody, just relax or find a solution, cause That's just like playing in the midst of it isn't gonna help anybody. Like I no, don't. Understand. Nobody knows what's going on, and then like. I don't know. I just feel creeped out when you go on the radio and it's like, oh, go get tested, even if you have no symptoms and no sign of it. It's like, what? I guess they want to know if you're a carrier or if you had it. I think it's all about stats. But like I said, my third eye is like wide. That's a fact. (laughs) And then also, it's like, first of all, my third eye is open. And then secondly, I'm never letting somebody stick a freaking inch or like a, what was it? It's like four inch Q-tip up my nose. Like you're bugging out. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> you could get the antibody test. Nah. I don't think that that requires a Q-tip. A you gotta, you gotta give blood, right? Oh shit. Eh, I'm, I'm not good with needles. That's why I'm not tatted up. Tatted up. Yo, you know what's so fra- crazy? I'm not scared of the tattoo needle. I never actually thought of it as a needle, but the only reason why I don't like needles is because I have weak veins. So like, p- the doctor always has to stab me like three and four times. I'm learning so much about you. Like, wow, I feel like I never knew you. (laughs) Yo, it's so (laughs) crazy. crazy. Like, like when I went to go get my my wisdom teeth pulled, he was just like, he was like, hey, do you have, like, anything that we should know before we do this? And I was like, you may not be able to find a vein. And then then he was looking, he was like, damn, you're right. (laughs) And I was like, and then I had to get stabbed in the hand, and it just felt so weird because you could just feel it going up from your hand all the way to your body. I'm going to add this to my notes. My bitch don't got veins. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> this could be Life like a security death, password no or some shit. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay, speaking of vein, but I'm talking about vanity, not the other right. shit. So, speaking of vein, a little somebody put out a disc record this week. One of our beloved rappers. Mm. He goes by Jermaine. Which mm. also rhymes with vein. That could have been a bar somewhere, but whatever. Somewhere. Yeah. So, long story short, J. Cole put out his little uh, track uh, in reference to another beloved rapper named No Name. And right. everybody named Mother has something to say about it and has something to say about it for some days at a time. And then Shorty Girl retaliated. What are your thoughts? Because I'm curious. As somebody who is a fan of both. I, one, I didn't feel like I don't, it could have been a diss record. I, I don't, I don't, maybe I wasn't even thinking about it, but I just, I don't know. It was just, it was just a lot surrounding it. And when I first listened to the song, I was like, oh, this is cool. And I just moved on. 
literally, like, I didn't dig into it. I didn't even know that him and No Name had, a like, a discussion or any of that random stuff that everybody else was talking about. So then, like, when I saw it, I was just like, okay. And then when No Name retaliated, I understood where she was coming from because she was like, yo, why are you... Why are you doing this? But I feel like she kind of, I don't know. I feel like she kind of went harder than J. Cole did. I don't i don't know. It was just a really weird situation. I feel like it was like, if these people talked in person, it probably would never happen. Yes, I feel the same way. I personally feel like um, my whole takeaway from it was, first of all, the song was whack. I didn't like anything about J. Cole's song. Um, like, I didn't like the beat, the delivery, any, like, just, like, audio-wise, I ain't like the song. That's just right. my opinion. Um and then, like, I'm just like, yo, if he, it's, this is what I took from it. So, he saw a tweet that No Name had sent out saying how um, celebrities need to, like, um, need to get from, need to just take action, period, um, in right. summary. And J. Cole felt like that pertained to him. And he was like, yo, people think I'm a savior, but actually I'm pretty ignorant. And this woman's tweet uh, struck me and I felt like she called me out. And I'm just like, yo, you should educate me instead of um, instead of like telling me what to do. And I'm just like, bro, why? Like, first of all, why? Like, why? Like, I bet you think this tweet is about you, don't you? Like, can you relax? Right. Like, it I, was it was a, a bit misogynistic, actually. I did not like that he was like this queen's tone. And I'm personally, I'm not one of those feminists who who believes that like queen is actually like derogatory or or no. anything related to that. Because I also don't get that, too. But we're going to move on. Because people people say that queen is just bitch in disguise because they it's like a replacement for that word, like female. Like, um, mm. but I do notice that when people say like, oh, females always try to da 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 da, it's always like a negative connotation behind it. Maybe they feel the right. same way behind behind Queen. Like, but I've I've only been referred to Queen in like a high regard. I haven't had me anybody too. tell me like this Queen's tone came off da 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 da. Like he complimented her and then insulted it. It kind of takes away from the specialness of the word. If you want to look right. into it that deeply, but right. Um, I just, I just thought it was corny. Cause I'm just like, why do you feel like she got to educate you on something? You say you got a degree and you ignorant. That sounds like your problem. My nigga, right. you fix it. Like you wait, you went into debt for nothing is all I'm hearing. Like you got right. a dollar in a dream and you got Sally Bay on hold for what? Like, what are we doing? J Cole? Like, yo, like it was just a bunch of unnecessary complaints. And I'm like, yo, if you felt like you wanted to use your platform, cause he's somebody who don't tweet and I don't care because I don't think That's that fine. a celebrity's tweets validate the situation anyway. Like, I don't care. But, like, also, like, that song was just... A, I feel like that song was a waste because, like, if you want to use your voice and if you feel like you're so ignorant and you feel like um you, you're actually in these streets, then why couldn't you use that, like, minute and a half to, like, do something to, to show that you are about something? And I, I, he doesn't have to prove anything. We hear it in his songs. And right. we see it for ourselves. And he's not somebody who's with the rah-rah and got Twitter fingers. Like, he actually be out there the on the front lines. That's fine. Like, I feel like the streets got him because, like, I don't know. I just feel like what what was the purpose? Like, what made him decide this time I'm going to... I'm gonna talk back to these people. You know what I mean? And it's like he sounded hurt and lazy, girl. I was just like, "Yo, this is this is some light skin shit." Like, relax. 
No, it didn't even. That's the thing. Like, it made no sense. It was just like, I was just like, okay. And then her retaliating. I'm just like, bro, y'all both got here and recorded something when y'all could have just literally been like, yo. She even said that she regretted the track. She was like, yo, I I regret it now. I mean, fuck it. Like, honestly, I listened to J. Cole's song like three times because I was like, what is this even about? And then when I played it the third time, I was over it. I'm like, okay. And then I heard no names and then I left it alone and just went back to reading or whatever I was doing. I was just Right, like Like, it was just not as important as the culture was trying to make it. And I was just like, and that was the thing. It was like, J. Cole, you already went to protest. You don't have to make a song about how somebody else should educate you. Like, you could just find out. When you when you had went to protest, you could have asked any one of those people that was there. You right. didn't have to ask no name at all because she's she's doing her in wherever she lives, Chicago, I think, or whatever. So I think he, it was very unnecessary. Look, and, like, I just hated that people were like, oh, J. Cole is canceled. Like, yo, just because we're critiquing this nigga and calling him out for his shit don't mean he canceled. It just means he's dumb. Like, I do dumb shit all the time. Call me right. out when I'm dumb. But also, I'm, like, that doesn't take away from anything I've done in the past. It just means that I had a dumb moment. Like, Right, and uh, it's like canceled. I'm not saying what? you a hoe. You just made a whole decision. Like, you still, right. you did a whole ass nigga, you know, thing. Like, relax. <laughs> but it was, it was just like, cancel him for what like what girl cancel culture ain't even real you know that girl tokyo jets i don't know if you know her because she's not like bigger she's not like a huge she was name on love and hip-hop yeah so um so she's i think she's a, ra- a rapper from uh memphis and mm. she she was on social media and she made a super inappropriate joke t- uh saying you better stop before i george floyd your ass and it somebody recorded it and put it on social media I don't know if she did it or what, but yikes! Um, they were like, "Oh, Tokyo Jets is canceled." The uh, period until like maybe last week, she put out a song, like I guess trying to explain herself or whatever, and it was one of the top stream songs on streaming platforms that day. Like how cancel culture ain't real. Like it's not. It's really not. Like it's just it's all a ploy. It's all a ploy, y'all. That Open ass, up your like, third eye, bro. <laughs> what? Why? Y'all niggas really called J Cole misogynist because he, he had a misogynistic he has moment. Misogynist moments, right? In his music, it's, I don't know about his personal life, but he definitely right. has them in his music sometimes. He definitely does, and that's the thing. It's like he's been that way. Not saying that I think he's misogynistic fully, but men just have that that way to them where. Some things they just feel like it's right, but it's really misogynistic, but they still don't want to change because it takes something away from their manhood, I guess. I don't know. Do I look like a man? Maybe. But no. (laughs) Girl, if you don't get like. (laughs) I more so meant sound like a man only because my my voice is on a deeper side, but fuck that. Is there a scientific reason to this as well that I didn't know or what? Nah, nah. Okay. My Adam's apple was removed at 12. No, I'm playing. Girl, girl, bye. I'm going because I can't. Yo, so I know we opened the show with J. Cole. And yes. um, even then we though called him a misogynist. No, I'm playing. <laughs> I mean, yo, sometimes you just got to hold things accountable. Like, that's what I'm right. saying, yo. Like, that's the thing about our dynamic. Like, we check each other if we wrong. Like, right. Or like, He's like, nah, we not. I don't feel that way. 
Exactly, period. exactly. That's what real friendship is. And I got a, I got a little, I got a little rapport uh, with J. Cole in my head because he took me through college, and right. I understand because I'm in debt as well. So you know, we got a little, <laughs> we got a little thing going on. So I get it, I get it. So I just feel like this is from me to him calling him out. But right, I said like we opened bro, him, chill. we opened the show with him because. That's one of like our favorite songs mentioned in intros, and even though it wasn't the very first song on Friday Night Lights, it was one of the things that kind of like opened the door to like what that mixtape slash, uh, I guess, body of work was supposed to be about. Right. And um, I just want to emphasize like how important the intro is, because like you know, opening the show is an intro. Like you know, you kind of get you kind of feel the tone from like what we're saying in the beginning, or like kind of feel like. You know, these are your homegirls just talking to you real quick. So intros right. are important. So we're just going to take some time and, like, highlight some of our favorite intros real quick. Favorite intros. Yo, I really had to think because, like, okay, for example, Ari Lennox, uh, Chicago Boy. Ooh, that was such a good one. Oh you know God. what's so crazy? I always skip that song. <gasps> Why? I don't know. It was like, it must have been like the first time I listened or maybe like the second time. I was just like, ah, I just want to get to break me off. So then I just kept skipping it after that. And then I listened to it recently. And I'm like, damn, I'm skipping this good ass song because I just wanted to listen to break me off. How materialistic. Or <laughs> <laughs> whichever. <laughs> but damn, uh, Gina. That was, a, that. Yo, that was a good intro. Yeah, it is a good intro. I just always skip it. I I can't I have to say though I, I maybe like when I started maturing more into like being a music head um is when I really appreciated a good intro cuz early on like um you know intros would always be so short and I would feel like yep. they would be pointless when I was listening to them so I would either just skip them and go to like the second song or like back in like the the MP3 digital age I would always just like delete them from my library cuz I felt like they were insignificant and I wanted more space to make more for more music. Right. I wasn't I wasn't one of those like huge gig iPod niggas until like later in my life so couldn't you know, even I had to be sacrifice. $300 <laughs> so. for a hu- for for them gigs. Yeah, shit. Damn. I can't even imagine what an iPod Classic is now. Is that what Bro. they're called? I don't know. It's probably is, and iPods? it's probably like a grand. Yo, if you still got an iPod, let us know, because I'm curious. I low-key want an iPod. I might have to iPod. get one. Right? Only because Apple it? Music is trying to play with my life with my downloaded music. Like, leave me alone, y'all, please. Damn. Damn. But anyway, but now that I'm more, like, mature, right. I definitely appreciate an intro more. Um, if I had, like, staying on the R&B tip, like, yo, In a Perfect World by Carrie Hilson is one of my favorite albums, and I absolutely love her intro, like, uh... Dang, I don't remember that intro. I just, I hate her so much. <laughs> uh, it was so cool, it was, like, so smooth, she opened it up with, like, um, really, like, smooth vocals, like, ooh, we about to get it poppin'. She sang it way better than me, but she was, like, building a crescendo to the album, like, what you're gonna expect and, like, who she is, because she was, yes. like, yo, I'm ATL, born and raised, like, y'all, like, Henny and Apple Juice, like, I don't know, it was just, it was just on some real shit, like, I felt everything she was saying, um, and it just gives you a sense of who she was, and it was real smooth, and, like, it was cool, because she was, like, talking tough, but she, like, had, like, sweet songbird, like, vocals, so I was just, like, like, ooh, and then she, um, the music just stopped, and then she, like, intro turning me on, and I was like, ooh, yes. this bitch. I love that album, like, to this day, like, I will never forgive 
Carrie Hilson because she really for did herself. It for herself. I was about to say you would never forgive really her for herself. for herself. That bitch. Well, Ever. Ah, damn Carrie. Could have been. Could have been. Could have fucking that been. Well. Yo, so another intro I liked a lot. Um, was the Buster intro on Missy Elliott's? I think it's Super Duper Fly. I wrote it down. I think. Ooh. But that sounded about right. Yeah, but it was just so dope because he was just like, "Yeah, I'm just here, you know, introducing my girl." Da 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 da. Like one of the realest. Da da da. You know, one of the realest talking about the realest. I just thought it was dope. Like, and I feel like you don't hear men come in introducing women albums no more. That is like, so true. Even um, even when Jadakiss did it to to Nicki on that one song where he was just like. Ah, uh, you know, she's one of the baddest bitches out here. Da, da, da. Oh, you talking about on the mixtape? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, niggas is not doing that no more. Like, Wayne was probably the one of them last niggas doing it. To Nikki again. Like, so, like, I don't know. Are niggas doing that? Are niggas opening up for bitches now? I don't know. Um, I feel like if somebody was to do that, it'd definitely be, like, somebody from, from Jamla with Rhapsody or whatever. By the way, I definitely. can't wait for her new album. Like, let's go. Yes. Like, I'm ready. Drop it, like, sis. Drop it. She's on my list, my... too. She's on my list. Ooh. What, now you got to tell me right now. So. <laughs> what is it? Okay, so with Eve, it's def. I mean, with, yeah, with Eve, is definitely Nina because... Literally, and yo, she literally like laid it out where everything was about to be. She went from, she said, um, you went from real still nigga to from Phil nigga to still nigga getting cropped out the picture. And he, she was saying something like, These white people, these white women always looking up to us. Why the fuck are we, um, basically, why are we mad that these white women are looking up to us? They can never be us. Mm. I was just like, Right, like straight up. And then she had the blood on the leaves sample, which was. You know I'm scared of that song, so <laughs> it's cool. That 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 shit is chilling though. But yo, I'm telling you, that field and crop bar, that'll go over a lot of niggas' heads. But. Bro, they was not, yo, they wasn't there. I yo, I promise you, it was the other day I was like trying to zone in for work and I was playing that shit. I started getting goosebumps. I was like, yo, bitches is just niggas is everybody's just sleeping on Rhapsody. Like, damn. Damn. But yes, so once you start off with a song like that in the beginning, you know what it's about to be. Like Right. I l- you know I love I be. love when um like artists make it like really cinematic. I felt like Rhapsody did that with Nina and yes. um that, that Nina Simone sample was chilling. And um believe it or not, like I feel like um even though my beautiful dark twisted fantasy isn't my favorite album, um, I love the intro to it and obviously Nikki is talking talking on it but it's it literally sounds like a storybook and it really sounds like like an adult like twisted fairy tale and right um it was just really cool and then um it's like uh she recites the nursery rhyme and then the beat drops and then the can we get much higher comes in and then it's like really epic like it was right. just it was just I don't know, it was just really, like, spine-chilling, and, like, it really set the tone, because, like, that whole album was crazy. Like, he took you through everything, like... That's um, so true. Like, that was such a crazy album. Like, those those are the type of albums I appreciate, although, you know, whatever he'd be doing now, but you just appreciate the music aspect of it, like, fuck, aspect, aspect of it. (laughs) 
I give Kanye a lot of flack, but he had he has some. I feel like even though um I don't like him post Kim, because uh my beautiful dark fantasy was uh like right after Amber and like on like when he was dating uh Kim uh whatever the fuck her last name is because who cares and. <laughs> Um, I really liked Ultra Light Beam on the Life of Pablo, um, too. Even though it has Chance on it too, but I just really liked it because, um, um, again, it sounded like really epic with the choir and Kirk Franklin yep. and Kelly Price. Everything was just like, "Ooh, take him to church, yay!" I guess that's yep. what kind of opened the door for his like gospel thing he's on. But yeah, like, it's not. I mean, it's not hidden. Like, it's kind of was just like he always had choirs in his shit. It's just more like now I just want the choir without y'all other niggas. Don't be mad now. Right, right. <laughs> don't be mad. <laughs> I mean, I don't care that he's doing gospel. I don't know why people are so hurt by it. I don't care. I just won't listen. Like That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> doesn't matter. I don't to listen me. to Kirk Franklin's <laughs> or all his stuff either. Like, I'm not mad that he has a choir though. <laughs> like what? Y'all be acting crazy. But um I'm trying to think. So of course, um let me get this right. Um Shireen Master Splinter's daughter was a fire, fire intro. I knew you was going to say that. Everybody says that. Bro, man. Because, again, me being childish, I didn't listen to it at first. And I also listened to Good Kid Mad City on Shuffle because I had a thing about, like, listening to, to just anything on Shuffle. So I was, I remember walking up Mayflower and I was like, Chave was like, yeah, you listen to the album? And I was like, yeah, da-da-da. And she was like, you listen to it in order? I was like, nah, on shuffle, why? And she was like, listen to it in order. Then when I played it in order, I was like, oh! <laughs> like, I was like, oh, damn, this is a whole new, different type of album type shit. <sighs> Shout out to Chave. That's my bitch. <laughs> of course. I knew you was going to pick... Uh... The uh, Good Kid, Mad City intro, I knew it. Everybody always picks that because, like, that was kind of, like, their first, like, oh, my God, like, this nigga's telling the story, like, or whatever. Right, right. But That's a hot fact. take, yo, I I don't have any, like, actual proof, but I'm starting to think that Meek Mill's Dreams and Nightmares intro is the best intro of all time. Only because everybody else keeps copying the same formula. It, yep. And it's more like, like oh, they're telling their story. Like, oh, I used to pray for times like that, for times like this. And then, you know, then all of a minute, like, then all of a sudden, like, the next minute, like, um, it hits a crescendo. And then you get yep. really hyped up. And it's yep. like, hold on, wait a minute. Y'all, let me finish. And I feel like so many artists have copied that, especially, um, as of late, um, Cardi B did that with Get Up 10 on yep. Invasion of Privacy, and that's why I did not like that. I was like, yo, this sounds just like Dreams and Nightmares. But that's I respect so the story. True. I and respected Cash it. Doll did that, too. I didn't like it. I was like, bro. Um, I think they so, try to give it to women it so it doesn't, so they have, like, because I feel like a lot of women don't really have good intros. And I say that putting Umbrella as a good intro for Rihanna's Good, uh, good Girl Gone Bad but I only say it was a good intro because of all the fucking controversy that was surrounding her, Beyonce, and Jay-Z at the time. Like, I felt like that was such a money move to put that song first. Yeah. Beyonce and Rihanna have really good al- have really good intros to their albums. I really feel like they set the tone right away with um with their intro. Um, cause they're um I wasn't an early Rihanna listener. Like I didn't like um 
I w- really wasn't into a girl like me or like um, music of the sun and shit. But like I everything after that. Good Girl Gone Bad, I don't know. She was just too pop at the time. But like when she, she started getting more risque and more edgy, that's when I was like, okay, girl, like I'm here for it. Like right. um, like loud when she did S and M, it was just super yeah. pumped up and hype, and that was really the tone for the album. It was like super energetic and fun and loud and proud, and it was just like sexy and flirty and everything. It was on and popping, and Beyonce yeah. does that too. Like when she jumped out the gate with "Crazy in Love," like um, for "Dangerously in Love" or whatever. Yeah, that shit was that shit was hard. And, um, you know, uh, Beyonce's other other intros, like Pray You Catch Me for Lemonade, like she really told the story yeah. of like, like, um, was Pretty you know, Hurts the intro to um, Beyonce? Uh, yeah, the self-titled one. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty Hurts was a pretty good one, too. Because yeah, that was good. I felt that. Her visuals helped, too, because um, yeah. the fact that she makes a video for damn near everything, like she obviously tells a story with those. I was about two. to say she got the money. Because you remember when J. Cole was saying, like, I can't keep making videos. Like, it's expensive as fuck. <laughs> also, like, um, I mean, he's gotten cre- more creative lately. But at one point in time, it was literally just, like, him. And it wasn't that interesting. So. Yeah, like, we're not trying to see you, Cole. we rather yeah. you rather somebody else play you, to be honest. <laughs> Go to your children. We, we don't want to see that. Yo, where are your kids? You are hiding a child. Yo. <laughs> Oh man! Imagine getting told in public that you hiding a child. Like, I still feel like sh- one of my guy friends is hiding a kid, but that's another topic for another. Time. That's so funny. <laughs> First of all, I feel like one of my old guy friends used to hide his girlfriend. Oh, like, I got a few that do that, bro. Or did he, it, I think he hit her for like <laughs> eight years too. It was sick. I was like, nah, bro. Ah, well. You was just. <laughs> I be hiding niggas, but that's because like they not mine. I mean, so <laughs> I was hiding niggas because they wasn't Nigga, mine. You exactly. engaged? <laughs> it was a big was, and then. <laughs> oh my fault! I'm but uh, a slight delay. Right, nah, it's all good. But nah, only because these niggas is not mine. So why am I? Exactly. I was not into flaunting, flaunting nobody. So. Post the food, not the nigga. That's City Girl 101, okay? <laughs> That's mad funny. Yo, low-key, City Girls got some popping um, poppin intros. I never I never listened to their albums in full. We gonna have to talk off the pod. Because <laughs> the, second, the second body of work, Girl Code, it wasn't good. But um, I feel like they rushed that because uh, JT was getting locked up. But mm. um, the first and and third one, the for the new projects that you unlock were really good. Damn. But anywho, um, back to like other intros and shit because I don't, I know it's a city girl summer, but I'll get into that later. City girl summer, hmm, all day every day. All things go was a good intro. I miss Nikki so much. Every time I think I see, of all things go, I respect the realness in that. That she was really talking about all the things she had to let go. Like I'm not mad yeah. at it, and that included her career, which we didn't realize until now. <laughs> Nikki, That's Nikki, just, Nikki. Right. Put it in your kidney, sis. Nah, nah. <laughs> Yo, but, on some uh, Young Money shit, Tuscan Leather is one of my favorite intros ever. Bro, I was gonna mention. I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna give Drake that. 
I just was like, mm, I'm just going to just say it was a good intro off lyrics alone. I don't know who said it, but... <laughs> Can we talk but, about it? Because you are not the biggest Drake fan, so let's go. You know what it is, though? I st- I'm starting to respect Drake's lyricism, which I've already always have, but, like, I just... Like, some shit I'd be like, Drake, shut the fuck up. Like, this is not the life that you live. And more stuff I'd just be like, you know what? This is kind of t- down Drake's lane, you know? But then, who the fuck am I? I don't know who Drake is, you know what I mean? Like, that nigga could be a gangster for all I know, but when once you say that other girls was practicing for you, I can't believe the gangster. He's Canadian. Okay. I just feel like all of them are so nice. I've never met a rowdy Canadian. I was just about Canadian. to say, never been rowdy. He probably is the rowdiest one, and it'd be in the music <laughs> only. If that. Right. I just can't see him popping off. Like, he's just like, I don't know, he just seems like a a dweeb, for lack of a better word. Like, That's a fact. I, I just don't see it. I don't see it. So, yeah, so this Tuscan leather, is, it was fire. When I first heard it, I was like, damn, nothing the same is about to be lit. Then I didn't feel that way for another four or five songs, which is very unfortunate. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that album. I love that yeah. album. Y'all know how I feel about it. And yo, 40 flipped the beat to um, Whitney Houston's I Have Nothing three times for each verse he spat. That shit was so yeah, hard. And it was six was minutes. Hard. Like, he could have kept going. He could have like, really kept. He could have made an eight minute intro and we would have been okay. I might have to play that after we get off the pod. I'm not even going to front. Yes. Look at you becoming a Drake fan. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> okay, let me not jump into this. Okay, <laughs> we can move on. My bad, girl. <laughs> oh, gosh. You got anything else? Nah, man. I think that was... I was thinking of... I was going to say Rimshot by um by Erica Badu. Off of Baduism? Yeah. Only because I feel like it was like the type of music where like you walk into the club and they just playing that before everybody gets ready. And it's kind of like, rim shot, yeah, come on. And everybody just walking in, and, you know, they just playing their little two beats on the drums or whatever, and then she just started getting real. Like, it literally feels like if you walk into, like, an open mic, and they just start an open mic with, like, somebody else, and then she just gets there and does the rest. That is very true. So, shout out to Baduism. That's probably one of the only, like, physical CDs I have left, so. Wow. <laughs> That is yeah, crazy. I have literally five CDs left, but that's another topic for another time. I literally um, have one CD that um that my friend gave me. His uh his mother had passed away, and she had the uh, SWV CD, and he just gave it to me. He was like, "Yeah, I think you would like this or whatever." That's ooh, the only CD one? I have. Um, ooh, or what songs are on it? Rather, mm, I haven't seen it in a while, so I don't even remember to be honest. Damn. But it might have rain on it, so it might be that. Okay, album. that was the last one. I mean, yeah, not might, the last or one. Or it might be the one. best of SWV, actually. It might be a best of album. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. But yeah, that's the only uh, CD I have. I think I had the J. Cole uh, Cold World CD, but I think it, that was gone. Don't. One of the. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, fuck it. Because them um, shits used to always get scratched up. That too, and skipping your Walkman and shit. Right. Time. Oh, man. I miss, yo, I miss having a CD player sometimes, but really? it was definitely a hassle. 
Yeah, my headphones getting tangled up, and like, what if I drop the Walkman? Like, it was just a lot. Like, it's it's nothing like holding like a phone or like something smaller now. Right. I remember Travis ended up getting. He ended up giving me, I think, um, a CD player, but it was like kind of like foldable. Like, no, it was weird. It had like a latch on it, so like when I dropped it, it didn't shake the CD or anything like that. One of the best things he ever gave me. Oh shit. Because I definitely was too clumsy for the, for the CD life. My shit was always breaking. I remember I jumped up and broke my computer, and he just fixed it. I was just like, damn. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just I'm just annotating, girl. I'm just learning more as I go. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, damn, that was crazy now. <laughs> but nah. Seriously. I just been kind of like, I just been feeling kind of like, Wanting to just get to know myself again, you know, like just really just logging off, really just 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 disconnecting. You know, I was I had I was telling David last week that I think my main issue with everything is that I'm just being overstimulated. So like that's why Mm. I'm always like so tired and so like. I'm over this and I'm over that because I'm just so overly stimulated by everything. Looking at the phone and the computer, I have two screens at work plus the phone is ringing on the screen. It's like, that shit is ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like, it it gets to be too much and then you get off and you're watching TV and you're on your phone or you're like, I don't even know. Like, just even being on your phone and watching something, it's like, that's too much. Like, how could you do both at the same time? You can't. It's just like, you just want to have all this stuff on and it's like... I just got. I hope just you've been breathe. going outside more because that's been helping with me. Me, it's yes, it has. We're like in like three pandemics. We have like a bunch of social injustice. We yeah. have the we have COVID nineteen and just being a millennial trying to figure it out. A black woman is a pandemic enough. Like and it's a real. pandemic. Yes, it is seriously. But um, yeah, and and like I don't know. Okay, so like I don't know. Last week I didn't. I cried once. But I don't feel like I'm going to cry this week. Like, I feel good. Like, I actually came into this week feeling mad good. Like, I felt good since Saturday. Like, oh. Oh, no. <laughs> Yo, I'm recording a podcast right now. Oh, I'm sorry. What's hey, up? Hey, Dad. I was just wondering what happened to my smoothie that you were supposed to be saving. Oh, it wasn't enough. I can make you another one. <laughs> okay. Bye, so Dad. I don't know how we're going to edit that. <laughs> Right. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Like this week, I didn't like even like getting off of work. I didn't feel anxious at all. Me going to the doctor in the middle of my work day, I didn't feel anxious. Like I didn't feel anxious at all today. And that's something that I could say that I haven't felt like that in months. Literally, like literally. We need a vacation. Where that's a fact. Yo, I that was telling uh, David's mom, aka my mother in law. Shout out to you if you're listening. But uh <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Miss, because I be cursing. Right, <laughs> we be cursing. I be cursing with her sometimes. I be having reach back. Cause I remember I was like talking to her and I was like about to say something, but it was a curse, a curse mixed in with it. So I stopped and then I like rephrased it. She was like, "You okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, I was about to curse, so I didn't want to. <laughs> I just had to change that up a little bit." <laughs> but um, nah, like I feel so good this week, and I'm so happy to say that for real. And I think it has been going outside. Like, Imani did force me to go outside one day. It was one Sunday. And she was like, just come over. And I was just like, huh, maybe you're right. And I was about to not to, too. 
And I was just like, nah, let's just, let me just go. And it was like the best thing. Yeah, yo. Like, sometimes you just need to, like, unplug, disconnect. Because, like, we're so plugged into everything else. Like you said, we're we're plugged into the news. We're plugged into our jobs. We're plugged in. You have somebody you live with, like, day in and day out. You're plugged into your relationship. Like, sometimes yep. you just need a moment to, like, unwind a little. Yep. Yeah. And I feel like another thing is, like, with me and David, sometimes we could, like, really unplug from our relationship. And, like, the things that we talk about and the things that we, like, discuss has nothing to do with our relationship. Even if it could, like, affect it in a way or something mm-hmm. like that, it doesn't directly affect us because we're not... It's just kind of like we're just talking. Like, like I had told him the other day that, like, I was, like, hurt about something. And he was just like, really? And I'm like, yeah, like, I really do feel hurt about this. Like, and it had nothing to do with him. It was, like, something in my past. And he was just like dang like you know and we talked about it without him being like oh you thinking about this you know and like being mad weird about it so like I do appreciate that in our relationship a lot only I mean we we started out as friends so like sometimes we slip through slip to there but like you know being able to unplug from our relationship and not feeling like I'm always in a relationship is actually pretty dope that's good yeah look at this release therapy right Imani Part two. PhD. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all didn't hear my government just now. Maybe we'll bleep that out. <laughs> yeah, nah. You definitely got to be like PhD. <laughs> it's cool. But yeah, grand opening, grand closing. If you got any dope intros that you know and love, make sure you use the hashtag OTR podcast and send them out. I got a few more I didn't get to get off my chest, but maybe we can get it off and we can like, you know, exchange them or whatever. So hit right. us up. I got some other ones. Hit me up on the Twitter. Come on, man. Start the conversation. At on the regular pod. You already know. And we out. I so boom. Now it's time for what I like to call run that shit back. This is part of the show where I'm showcasing three songs that I'm putting in heavy rotation lately. And there's been mad releases this week and last week. And I don't even know where to start. But all I know is death to the deluxe album. I absolutely hate deluxe albums. Like I might have liked them before, but I damn sure don't like them now. Leave me alone. Leave me alone, please. I cannot any longer. Yo, I don't care about your extra bonus tracks. I don't care if you have an exclusive feature or remix. Leave me alone. No more deluxe yeah, albums. A hey, Boogie put out uh, Artist 2.0 Deluxe. I'm done. Damn. 42 Doug put out <coughs> uh, Young and Turn Deluxe. I'm done. I saw that. And I was like, didn't he just drop something? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I hate deluxe albums and I especially did not like A Boogie's because he was all on drill beats and that had nothing to do with artists. It just sounds like you're just trying to get more more streams and and yeah, we're in a you slow don't need time in music. Songs. Exactly. We're in a slow time in music and you're just like, "All right, if I if I drop a deluxe album, like if I just dress it up and make it real for them, they're going to be they going to eat it up cuz they like the first one." Yo, I don't care. I don't care. Please leave me alone. Right. Keep your deluxe album. I don't care. I just I'm done. I that's all I want to say. Oh, and Sweetie's new song is trash. So, <laughs> I just had to throw that Definitely. in there. She's so pretty, though. I really wish she didn't have to get her body done because she was pretty without, like, all the extra stuff. But, hey, it's her body. I understand that. I was just about to say, some people just can't see what you see. 
Yeah. Or what it's everybody fine. sees. She look good. She yeah. look good then. She look good now. She look good. Right. <laughs> so good. <laughs> right, right. You good, sis. You good. Um. Yeah. Tapping is trash. It has nothing to do with the sample. It sounds just like my type, except a different song of choice Version. for the sample. Yeah. Right. Like uh. The video looked good. The though. video was okay. Yeah, I liked the video. It was cute. She was on her Lola Bunny. She was she was cute. Mm-hmm. Um, I fucked with it. I'm gonna tell you songs I did like though. I just had to get that off my chest because a lot of fuck shit came out and I'm over it. Like, please spare me. <laughs> um, all right. So to kick it off, Tiana Taylor put out the album because mm-hmm. she was tired of y'all niggas saying she don't get good promotion and she's tired of good music fucking her over. So she put out the album of all albums. And honestly, the album could have been two albums because that shit was long. long. It was 23 songs. It was damn Migos album. Tiana, I love you and I know you had a lot of singles and I respect but you. But we didn't want that. I don't want 23 songs from you. I don't want 23 songs from a lot of niggas. From anyone. Like, it's a lot. 23 songs is a lot. So, but I respectfully listened to it. I liked a handful of songs. Um, I did not like I everything. did like her intro. I liked it too. I really, um, I liked her Rose and Harlem intro too. That's a good intro. Mm. So that was for the last, um, the last album, the seventh song, Kanye album. Or whatever. <laughs> the one that Kanye just decided to chop up and screw it up. So make, yeah, right. Fuck it. Um, but anyway, back to the album. The album was like, it was cool. It was sample heavy. I'm usually a sucker for a soul sample, but it just made me think that, I don't know if she like is embracing that she's a 90s baby or if she lacked creativity, but, um, Mm. I, I don't know, but either way, I like the things that I heard. Um, I like this one song called 69, that was cool. Um, I like that song I liked Wake Up Love until Iman's verse, and Iman's verse wasn't trash, but it wasn't good either. It wasn't good. Yeah. I was listening, I was like, bro, um, I don't even, I just needed him to do a little more. He just didn't do enough for me. He... I feel like she could have had a more dynamic rapper on there because he wasn't keeping my yeah. attention. I was like, yo, no. all right. But it wasn't the worst thing I ever heard him on. So um, she even brought Lauren Hill from the grave and had her uh, give her a sample. And right. a, a, um, I'm just I'm just like, yo, how did, how did, I don't, well, maybe Kanye produced that song, but how did Lauren Hill give Tiana Taylor clearance for a song but didn't give Kanye the mystery of iniquity for all falls down it wouldn't appear on it Selena Johnson had to appear on it like why Tiana Taylor and and not Kanye I don't know whatever I don't know it could have been a male thing like she's like nah maybe maybe she's <laughs> in a different place and need the money but hey who right who fucking knows who am I you know I am not the tax man I can't tell you right shit. but long Get story bread, short however. I really liked Boomin' by Tiana Taylor featuring Missy Elliott and my baby, my baby future, because he ain't my baby zaddy. Um, let's I'm be dead. clear. Um, yeah, it sampled Boom Like an 8 Away from Black, and it was really cool. Yep. It was really sexy. I like Missy's input on it. I, li- I like Future's verse a lot. Like, um, it was just, that it was, was really fun. Yeah, that shit was hard. Um, secondly, you know, it's a city girl summer, city girls back, JT free, you already know. Um, and free the girl. Yo, City on Lock came out and, and, um, they jumped out the gate. This, this album or body of work, whatever they're calling it, I think it, it accidentally leaked. So I don't know what they're calling oh. it, but this body of work was like way better than the second body of work. Oh my God. I did not like girl code that much. I liked a handful of songs, but I, I really like this from top to bottom. And, um, it was up there with period. 
Um, Damn. One song that stuck out to me in particular was Broke Niggas featuring Yo Gotti and I Feel Her because I feel like Broke Niggas don't deserve no na-na neither. So you won't get nada from me. Yo Gotti always <laughs> hopping on. Yo, yo. Man, Yo Gotti always hopping on some shit like, niggas, stop being broke. I'd be like, yes, Yo Gotti, you right. He cool. He was on some, like, dope boy shit, so I fucked with it. Nice. He, I, I think the, the energy was a match. They they had Dingy Cat on a song. It was called Pussy Talk, and I really liked that song up until her verse. On, and it's not because she's canceled. It's because um it just wasn't a, a match. Like, Damn. she's, like, very, like, experimental, and they're more, like... Uh, sassy, uh, yeah, like it just wasn't, it just wasn't like meshing to me. But, um, there's a lot of dope songs on that. I I like Double C. Um, I liked, um, the song with Lil Baby, Flewed Out, All Expenses Pay. Um, (laughs) I like, you know, the vibes. I liked a lot of shit. Um, but City on Lock is hard. I was definitely bumping in my car to it on this weekend in my cute little outfit and my slick bun. I thought it was popping. Yes. So, um, last but not least, um, I had Little Baby's The Bigger Picture in rotation heavily. And um, mm-hmm. even though he put out that song like a few, like a week or two ago, maybe longer than that, I um, I think that's um, I think that's one of the best songs that came out since all of this social in- injustice. And um, I really felt what he was saying, especially because he's like one of the like leaders for like the young kids like the Gen right. Z generation or whatever. And the fact that he put out a message so profound um was um was really was really inspiring. And he'd be rapping. Like the little nigga be be talking some shit. Like I fuck with it. Yeah, like hey. I'm happy. I'm happy because that's the thing. It's like people was getting it messed up, you know? The music is the music at the end of the day, but you wanna use what you got to influence what you who you know you influence. Right, right. And that's it. So I was feel I was feeling the message in the music. The lyrics were fire. I liked his delivery, the production. Um, the only thing is, I just I don't believe that it's bigger than black and white. Like I just I feel like everything is black <laughs> at the end of the day. Like it's right. It's a race issue. But that's just my my view on things. Um, he clearly had like a a message that it's a human issue. Like we are all human at the end of the day, and that is true. But the clear issue is that there is injustice against black people. So, right. but I still respect it. It's just a little difference of opinion. And, um, yep. a little bit. See, you could respect somebody and have a difference of opinion, y'all. Yes. We, we gonna get there. Yeah. We gonna get there. Y'all gonna get it too. Y'all gonna be quick before you cancel. But, you know, whatever. Um, but I usually put like, um, my picks from my recent rotation in my staff playlist on Audio Mac. Fuck with me, you know, I got it. But in honor of Black Music Month, I've been, I made a playlist dedicated to how beautiful and bossy and brilliant black women are by black women yes. and black men who love us. Um, make sure you listen to Fuck With Me, you know, I got it on Audio Mac. But, um, you know, check in after Black Music Month um, in July and I'll have like some fire shit and heavy rotation. And that's Litty. my run of shit back this week. So for Rose Rotation, it's not really much that's going on um, besides Gnome X, a.k.a. Gnome 10. Gnome X looks fire, though. I'm not going to front. Like, literally, it being named Gnome X is is just great marketing in itself. Like, once once something reached the 10th, I don't know. I think that X is just so cool to represent it. But anyway, um... I'm still a little nervous for niggas to be all in a room together, though. I just feel like that's a sickness waiting to happen. But 
I heard that it's going to be free on caffeine, so that might be a link in drinks. With, Finally. Right. It could be like one of those PP pay-per-views. I pay-per-view. Yeah, PPW. I don't know. Pay-per-views that everybody just gathers around and smokes and drinks. I want to go to a battle rap pay-per-view. I've never been. But anyway, um, so the lineup is, you know, it's coming. It's coming slowly but surely. Shout out to Smack for the continuous promotion throughout the whole time. You know, I think we, this we is... ain't a, doing nothing. That's what I was just about to say. I think it's better that he even does this because, like, usually niggas is so busy getting wrapped up in everything else. When they see that one promo, it stops the world. But now it's like, if we seen that promo... It wouldn't even stop our world. We just be like, all right, Gnome Ten is coming. But that he's like dropping one person at a time. I think that's dope. So the current lineup is looking like Surf versus Lux, which I'm not excited about. I don't want to see that. I'm I'm so serious. Like I feel like Lux and Mook need to retire. Like y'all not the ones we gotta beat no more. It can't. I'm it can't be. Way. Thirty years watch. later, it can't be. It really can't be. <laughs> <laughs> like. Niggas is not trying to beat Jay-Z no more. They really not. So it's like, bro. But, um, okay, so boom. That, Daylight and Rock, I'm not looking forward to either. Yo, I'm just, I'm not looking forward to Rock ever again. Like, literally, (laughs) (laughs) like, I was in, I was at this Facebook group, right? And they were just like, best Rock bar. And, like, everybody was saying shit, and I was saying it back to David, and David was like, yeah, now I gotta hear it, like, in the midst of the, in the, um, in the, in the, in the battle or whatever, and I was like, nah, but the line is still whack, though, like, it doesn't matter if he said it, and the, the next few bars is good, the one that they, these niggas picked was whack, and it was, like, two bars out of, like, 20 that I read was, that was even good, and I was just like, damn, Rock is really not that good, like, the hype just blew him away. I just can't believe it sometimes. Like, I don't. I, I really want to know, like, where in Rock's career where it just went to the next level and how did he get there? I respect it, though. I respect Rock, but I just don't like him. Um, Ill Will versus John John is going to be dope. I think that Ill Will will win. I don't think John John is going to win this one unless he comes out. He has to be the craziest he ever been. He has to be in full form. John John, if you listening, you have to be in full form to be ill will. I love you. You have to be in full form to be ill will. Because ill will is going to... He's not going to let you be him. He's not. He really is not. Like, I don't mess with ill will. That nigga is nice. I'm not even going to front. Like, he's not in my top ten or nothing like that. But he'll kill one of them niggas in my top ten. I'm not going to lie. Ill will is nice. And then the last one that I saw recently was uh, Saga versus Mike P not looking forward to it don't really care Mike P was cool or whatever Saga's cool Saga's nice I think Saga's gonna win but other than that I'm good off that uh when it comes to the sneakers nothing nothing really that is catching my eye I know the gym red they're calling them like the gym red low 11s they just look like the bread 11s like but just no no low 11s bro like we don't want that like i'm tired of looking at lows of certain stuff that nobody asks for like we not we don't want that but anyway that's supposed to be dropping i know some lebron is supposed to be dropping as well i don't keep up with lebron's i'm not i don't think i'm ever gonna wear a lebron in my life 
And I think, uh, in general, I think I'm going to stop buying basketball sneakers. Unfortunately, but... Aren't Jordans considered basketball sneakers? That's true, but I feel like a 90s basketball sneaker is not a, a new age basketball sneaker. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, <laughs> yeah, because me. who's, who's literally pulling up to the court in, like, some, like... I don't know. I feel like people bullshit in, like, a pair of Jordans. Right, like, it's nobody's like... Nobody's actually playing a full game in, like, some retro Jordans. You can't, though. Like, I think somebody... I think maybe you could play in the fives, but that's about it. The ones... Even Jordan said his foot was bleeding. Why are you, excuse me, why are you wearing ones to a game? That, it has no support. None. Niggas was hooping in Converse. Yo, that's a crazy thing to see. <laughs> that was crazy. But, um, I mean, yeah, nothing's yeah. not really, nothing's really catching my eye this week. Um, or recently, anyway. I, I think there was a drop, the, the top three fives drop. I love fives. The top three fives are trash. <coughs> they're like the grape, they're like the grape fives mixed with the uh, the metallic, the black metallic fives, or the some shit. They're but running it, out of ideas. They running out, and like yo, when they did the top three ones, it was lit because at least they did three different colorways. They like the the, the bread colorway, the Chicago colorway, and the the royal colorway. And it's more harmonious, right? But then they did the top three five, and they only put the grapes and the, maybe it, I think it was the metallics and the 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 fire fire i don't know it was some trash mix that it looked like ugh, do better jordan brand do better listen we, if jordan we didn't wear them i don't want them so that's a that's fact how i feel about i'm bougie <laughs> i'm really bougie like if he didn't wear them, i don't want them because y'all making shit up now but that's my rose rotation i'm out of here <laughs> drops mike <laughs> as always guys thank you guys for listening you made it to the end of this podcast no but for real guys thank you thank you thank you for listening thank you for sticking with us through these times thank you to everybody that sent us in love and appreciation for the podcast like that was super dope and we super duper appreciate it seriously um make sure you follow us on instagram and twitter at on the regular pod and don't forget to stream us on audio mac and apple Podcasts and any other streaming platform that you like to listen on so this here is a victory lap, and we leave in. It's how you get us back. Make sure you use the hashtag OTR Podcast to chime in on this conversation and more. And if you want to leave us some of your favorite intros or maybe a better outro, then let us know. 